Hey Ian, what's up? How you doing on this fine Echo Base Nights? Nice self-promotion there. I'm doing all right. I got something to talk about. Oh. Like yeah, the- Mandalorian comes out like Friday? Is that five days from now? We'll go Friday. It is Friday. Yeah, Friday. So five days from now, new season of The Mandalorian. And I wanted to pick your brain on what do you want to see out of this new season? All right. I think I, I got time to do that. Well, I certainly hope so. Otherwise, all of this was for naught. Oh, who's not? And why are we doing this podcast for him? He's our secret patron, of course. Oh. It's our secret Patreon that we don't tell anyone about? No, no, no. Not Patreon. Just patron. Oh, like tequila. Right. See, if we don't put out a podcast once every like year, he will consume the world. Oh, that's, that is quite unfortunate for the world, considering mm-hmm. our ability to put out podcasts in timely manners. Nope, doesn't exist. So, world's oh, doomed. Our bad. Yep. Anyway, Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. So, what's up with that guy? Well, we're going to find out in a couple days. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to or want to see out of the new season? I'm trying not to hold out for any like specific cameos or anything like that. Sure. Um, mostly because with the, the television series we've gotten that aren't like set during a movie time period, I guess. So mm-hmm. that'd be like Rebels. It, you know, it's kind of in between the prequel and the uh, original trilogy. I, I like that they, they kind of kept those, the major characters from the franchises to a minimum. It's kind of like uh, one-off cameos some of the time. So I know there's like a lot of hype for Ahsoka maybe being in it or Boba Fett maybe being in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it'd be cool to see a live action Ahsoka. Uh, Boba Fett, I'm not, I don't really, I don't really have any feelings for. I've made a Boba Fett costume once. Uh, that's about, that's about as far as that has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise I, I'm, I'm more, I, I'm interested just to see more of the Star Wars world, which is what I was excited about with the show. We're getting to see more of what regular life is outside of light side versus dark side conflict. In fact, we get a guy that's so in the middle, his armor's gray. Ian, your thoughts? Oh, that, Th- that, that pun was that so bad. It, it legitimately caused me pain. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's a lot left that we can explore here in the uh, in terms of the Star Wars world. I am looking forward to maybe exploring some specific things kind of in that umbrella. Like, it, it looks like we're going to have, from one of the trailers, we see that there are some X-Wings involved. Um, and I'd like to get a little bit more info on this era of the New Republic because this is really the only time and place that we could really get any of that info because it's this time period that was established sometime in between the end of return of the Jedi and got blown up in the force awakens. So we don't know a lot about this time period and them specifically Mm -hmm. or the transition between the empire and the first order, you know, how those two things kind of, how one fell and the other rose. So I'm looking forward to maybe getting some answers as to sort of the state of the galaxy mm. in this, in, in, in this sort of time period. I'm excited to see more Mandalorian culture and Mandalorian stuff. Uh, Mando culture is very interesting and 
there's also this kind of hole in the lore as well, where the last time we saw heavy Mandalorian influence was in Rebels when, you know, the clans were kind of warring over imperial control of Mandalore. And then we go to the Mandalorian. Uh, they're all in hiding. They've been cast out and forced to rely on foundlings. And then there's the Moth uh, Gideon with the Darksaber, which I was really curious to see that there wasn't a lot of that story arc depicted in any of the trailers we saw. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Moff Gideon was the mystery at the end of the last season. So I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that. I like the idea that they're, it's not going to like overtake the entire series, but I do hope they don't just kind of like waylay it. Right. I have a feeling that we're going to get more information about that because we've already seen that they are, they're not afraid to do flashbacks, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm stoked on with the, especially seeing, you know, it being 20 something years since we saw live action battle droids. Right. Live action in quotes. <laughs> and with one of the, the trailer sneak peeks saying, that he needs to go find more more Mandalorians to find more information. We may get more information on Purge of Mandalore and how how Bo-Katan lost the Darksaber if that hasn't been covered in some print media that I'm not aware of. Yeah, not to my knowledge, but I've also fallen behind on print media pretty significantly. <laughs> like, I've got four or five books that have been out for a while now that are just sitting around that I need to read. I read way more in the winter, so now that it's getting to be the end of October, hopefully I'll get more books read. I've been playing through the Squadrons single-player game, and that kind of takes place in this period where the New Republic has established itself as a thing, and the Imperial Remnant, so to speak, is still active as the Empire, so... It would be interesting to see if uh, any of that kind of overlaps or if there's like a little cameo or something like that. I'm not really looking forward to any specific cameos, but I am looking forward to the fact that I know that there will be some just mm-hmm. on principle. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad in the in the three sneak peeks that we've seen, we haven't really we, we didn't really see any any major spoilers for that because I would rather be surprised by them than be expecting them and then them not happening or something like that right Uh, i know in the first one we do see wwe superstar and women's champion as of 10 25 2020 sasha banks that led me early early on to believe that that was sabine and i thought that had been like confirmed yeah no just speculation uh so now it's and now that that yeah that's that that is speculation i'm back to like all excited about the character even more yeah, I've heard I've heard a bunch of different theories. I have a couple of theories about like certain places we saw in the trailer, but I'm not really going to speculate on that now. Mm-hmm. Like you, I I want to be either impressed that I'm right or surprised at what it actually is. Mm-hmm. I am really interested to see how they're going to handle the forcey warcy aspect because he's hunting force users to return a force user to force users. Uh this is the series is a real opportunity to play around with the perception of the force and its users and how they're seen in the galaxy as a whole, because mm-hmm. we have the Skywalker saga, which really is very black and white when it comes to, and star Wars as a whole is very black and white when it comes to 
the force and force using and all that because you know that was the original intent of the story it was a story of good versus evil but because it's grown so much there's room for a lot of nuance that i would say hasn't really been explored to the fullest in most media so it'll be real interesting to see what they do in terms of that nuance with force using here in live action stuff Mm. was there anything specifically from the trailers that that caught your eye i really liked that there was a boat like the fact that there was just a, a a vessel that travels on water in this i don't know why but that just stuck out to me and it's kind of similar to the fact that you know like back in the previous season we had a small village of shrimp farmers it really it really brings forward the sci fantasy aspect of star wars rather than the sort of the the pure sci-fi because it shows people working alongside this future technology to kind of just do normal people things instead mm-hmm. of you know like having everything automated we've seen planets that are like that but it's cool to see yeah. that sort of down to earth, so to speak. Probably Moncal, unless the Mon the Moncals officially exiled the Corn people to some Moncal moon. I doubt that. That doesn't seem like <laughs> their style. That that boat interested me because it, it reminded me of uh, the Bebop from Cowboy Bebop. Is this massive spaceship? And if you go look at the scale of that thing, it's way bigger than you think. But it's also a fishing boat. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. It, was a, it was a fishing boat on a Ganymede. A Ganymede? I think it was Ganymede. Because that's where all the otters are. Yeah. Anyways, uh, backtracking, backtracking. Uh, it's, same thing with you. It's kind of this cool mix of this old world technology that just isn't just going to go away, isn't going to be, become outdated just because they have repulsor craft. Right. Um, these ancient ways still work. Uh, I mean, it's basically all of the outer rim in Firefly. Um, yeah. You know, everyone's cowboys, but they also have spaceships. For me in the trailer, it's, it's something that I've noticed in the more recent movies when and in, in the last season of the Mando, when they had the X-Wings flying around and then they had that space station that they, they attacked. I don't I don't know if it's just me, but you can really tell that there's models there, or at least the 3D models that are using are lit in a way to look like miniatures. Mm. Uh, here's here's an example in in the opening shot of Rogue One where you're seeing the the super laser disc being added to the star or the Death Star, and there's like a star destroyer comes out of shadow, and it's all like one color except for the shadows. Like it looks like a physical model, and I don't know why, but my brain really enjoys that. Like me being able to pick out, oh, that looks like a model, and the fact that those are probably 3D models being lit and designed to look like physical models is hurt hurts my head i'm like that's 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 too much dedication you gotta stop it um (laughs) don't don't actually stop it and then i had a fun thought going back onto the x-wings that i would really like it if there was a running gag where the x-wings the mando keeps running into is dave filoni and (laughs) uh, rick i cannot pronounce your last name man so uh, I can't. Famuiwa. Uh, yeah, you tried. Uh, Famuiwa. Uh, He's Nigerian, so yeah. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. But I, Ameri- American Nigerian. I uh, should specify. I'm. 
I know it's not going to happen, but I would love it if those pilots are like the ones that keep showing up. Whatever yeah. area of the galaxy they're in, like the Mando's in, like that happens to be part of their personal <laughs> space. Be a running gag. And they're like they never meet; they just just space together. Yeah. What What's interesting about the that X wing scene is that you know the in uh this one of the second trailers they seem to be hailing Mando's ship and telling it to stand down. So, mm-hmm. you know, he may have ticked off the New Republic somehow, which would be interesting. Um, probably, they probably found out he boarded one of their prison ships. Yeah, that actually, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> he was with a group that killed Anakin Skywalker. and But he, he did trade four criminals for one criminals. Three criminals? Which, one he traded yeah and then eventually blew up the other criminals Mm. well tricked the new republic into blowing up (laughs) the criminals which i don't think they would have much of a problem with i just like their their strategy of let's not even try to hail the station let's like ah they're they're sending up a gunship might as well blow up the whole place (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's why i want a new republic they're they're uh they're uh even explosive they're still trying to find their feet so they're not taking any chances <laughs> so um i'm looking forward to to seeing what surprises are in store oh uh, i hope to see that um ratio sands is back or somebody of of the blue fisherman's race yeah That'll that be, would be, be really interesting because the last time we saw him he was in carbonite yeah and it kind of looks like their Cara Dune and and Karga are breaking him out. Oh that's, yeah, it could that's be. What I got because they're in a stolen troop transport and being chased by speeder bikes, which I'm stoked to see. I've always wondered if a speeder bike can fly off the edge of a building and survive, you know, a hundred foot drop. And it looks like they can. I wonder how much time is going to pass between seasons because Grief Karga now has a very very white beard and i don't know what that's I, about i think it turned white in the middle of the gideon firefight the industry because yeah. <laughs> he's just freaking out and stressing yeah. out the whole time that wouldn't surprise me so there could be a a bit of a time skip i hope it's not too much though to be honest um you know i'd be fine with like you know a couple months maybe but mm-hmm. don't don't do don't do the whole like half a year year thing. Definitely don't go years later. Well, uh, that that's really all I got. I'm trying to keep it kind of vague because, like you said, there's there's stuff that I kind of want to still be surprised by, and I don't want to plant ideas in your head that might you know ruin something or another. Though there is one there's one thing I did see where there's a theory going around that the the fighting pit. Uh, where we see the Gamorians having a, a a punching match, yeah, yeah, is a reference to a level and character from the Terrace Kasi video game. Oh, neat! Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Kira is really good at that Terrace Kasi. Yeah, and I'm. Uh... All right, any last uh, last minute things you want to throw in there? Um, mm. it looks like we're going to be getting eight. Another eight episodes, which will be interesting, as as were the other eight episodes. The, the one trailer looks like we're going going back to Tatooine, unless there's off-world Tuscans, which I'm sure there could be. Um, I I don't know about that 
Because like Jawas and off-world sand crawlers. Well, off off-world Jawas, I can get behind because they're you know th- all they want to do is scavenge and and find stuff. But the Tuscans, like all the lore about Tuscans up until this point, are all about like they're a nomadic desert tribe people who like worships yeah. the planet and hates all the outsiders. So I don't really see them getting on transports, you know, picking up their Bantha and heading off to Ord Mantel or whatever. At least from what I can remember from the Star Wars customizable card game by Decipher. Decipher? It's also it's also where the Jedi It's also where the Jedi Academy is on uh Otor. That's where you meet the cat lady, right? Yeah. I kept her dark side. Kept feeding her fears. Because I, of course, you did. I'm a good Revan. Well, I mean, by that definition, you're a bad Revan. Oh, certain point of view and such. Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. But we're not (laughs) here to talk about Revan. We're here to talk about the Mandalorian. Because if we were here to talk about Revan, we would waste a lot more time. I would just put my mic on mute and go play something while you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would provide the let's play uh, footage for. No, I I just play Command and Conquer, <laughs> <laughs> and then you would just be talking. I'd be like, uh huh, yeah. I'd be interested to see if the child develops any more, sort of like, you know, if he can communicate by the end of the season beyond gestures. Mm-hmm. I I I think he works better as how he's being portrayed now the dynamic would change significantly if he begins to like communicate, but I'm right. also really interested to see like the development of him. Cause I'm like this, this was hurting my brain a while ago before I had to like stop myself and go like it's fake and it's space. Uh, Cause I was going, if he's 50 years old and he's still an infant, like if we, th- like the species should not be able to survive like as long as it does. Cause a lot can go wrong in 50 years and, that's like the reason why some species can just like come out fully able to walk and, and, you know, run and hide and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I thought about myself, I thought to myself, it's fake, it's space. And also their magic magic. Anyway, <laughs> do the magic hand thing. Uh, and then, and then the baby waves. One of the things that, that I, I kind of think, is happening is I don't think they gave us just based on the trailer. They probably only gave us footage from like the first yeah, four episodes uh, or yeah. so. I, I, I agree. And it's kind of what they did with the first season too, because I don't think in any of the trailers, I, at least I don't remember because it was a year ago that we saw any new Beskar on him. Uh, and yeah, you're right. There is no, I don't think there is a new Beskar armored Black Series action figure. They released the his first episode look as a figure, and then he got by the end of the first episode, he got the new Pauldron, or maybe the second or third episode, and then then the rest of the Curious. So, who knows if he's going to get even more silver? He's going to get like a he... Beskar cape, uh, Beskar boots. The boots I could see. I don't think he can get, get a full cape. cape, and maybe not a Beskar cape, but 
maybe just a full cape because I think he has a half cape right now. Well, you don't want to have too much fabric if you're also wearing a jetpack. Yeah, Star Wars. I mean, fair, but also <laughs> no caps. I think I think we've uh, we've uh, we've drained our brains. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, so uh, stick around for uh, new episodes of the podcast on the Mandalorian. So we'll probably do the same thing that we did with uh, the first season of the Mandalorian and go through a couple episodes before uh, doing an episode on review, just because that's uh, it's much more. Uh, we can do a much broader analysis instead of going yeah. episode to episode. And uh, I know roommate Mike is interested in watching it with us. So perhaps we'll have him on again to add to commentary. So look forward to that. We're going to start playing around with maybe some let's play ideas coming up in the future. Um, no guarantees because my obviously you arrive. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's, it's lost <laughs> in the void. Never to be seen. It's just you, you, your your delivery man is a ghost, and that's why you bought a metaphysical CPU. All right, um, yeah. So keep an eye out for for future projects. Uh, hit us up on the website hothtopicspodcast.com. Uh, tweet at us on the twitters at hothpod, or send us an email at hothpod at gmail.com. Oh, and uh, we'll see y'all later. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs>